right now we'll be chatting with Chris Husking from the uh, Lamama Theatre show The Rip Cage. So uh, welcome to Artspin, Chris. Hey, thanks for having me here. How are you guys doing? Good, Good. yeah, how are you? Yeah, rather well. A little bit stressed as uh, we're getting into the theatre today. Yes, yes, which we'll be be talking about. Um, So, yeah, just uh, first question about about The Rip Cage. So... um, Sure. What would you, uh, yeah, like, what would you describe it as? It seems like a like a basic question, but what would you describe it as? Like a show of, of kind of a festival, or because it's not your typical like theater show. No, it's not at all. Uh, you know, we should really find the name for it. <laughs> uh, first off, I'd say it's probably half theater show, half experience. Right. Uh, the word is probably uh, immersive theater experience because oh, yeah. we're having the audience uh, move around through uh, a few different spaces within the theater and kind of choose their own adventure through the night. And I understand it's it's also quite similar to. Uh, uh, platform last year, which the Mamba Theatre also did. So you're using the entire La Mamba Theatre space. Yeah, the entire the space. Yeah. So actually, last year, Platform Youth Theatre put on a show at La Mama, which, as you said, used the entirety of the space. Mm-hmm. And that was with an ensemble of about 24 of us. And then this year round, we decided we uh, wanted to do a show again. And, uh, you know, gratefully, La Mama was able to give us another two-week slot again. And we thought, let's try and do a bigger, better version of what we've done last year. And so we said, okay, it's definitely got to be immersive. We've definitely definitely got to use just every single space we can find rather than just the theater because you know we want to keep basically using everything that we can find in the space which has been such a great home to us so far right yeah so like you're using like the office and the, and the parts around the theater and the alleyway and like it, literally everything is is being incorporated here isn't it yeah we've literally just tried to work out what we can do in the alleyway so the sound doesn't spill and it's it's amazing having those kind of challenges it engages oh. you a lot more than just you know having to work in the theater oh true oh so you let like, your concentrating on not um, letting the sound spill for for this one. You're trying to make like each um, individual, uh, what would you call it, like scene, be it self-contained thing? Well, what we're going for is three main spaces through the theatre that you can explore. And so we're trying to keep those as three different worlds that you can move through. And so at the moment, what we're working on today and tomorrow is trying to minimise sort of the bleed in between those two, in between those three, if that makes sense, Um, which is its own sort of logistical fun time to have, I guess. Probably the polite way of saying it. The three spaces, uh, is there sort of, uh, you said sort of choose your own adventure. Is there going to be a narrative that you'll experience through each space or does the story, in what way does the story change, I suppose? Yeah, absolutely. Overall, what we're trying to do is we're trying to create a new Australian myth is what we've called it Mm. for the evening. And it's a myth that follows a few generations of one family. And because it's this choose your own adventure style, you'll be finding each of the generations, perhaps not in the order which you'd expect to have them in, mm-hmm. in terms of grandfather, oh, mother right, right, and right. daughter. So it might be for the audience to try and piece together what they've seen and connect that family tree together themselves to try and understand the larger story of this family, which is struggling to find its place back on Earth again, as it's uh, a bit mythical and it sort of it starts in hell and it goes up through the ocean and ends up finally back on land. <laughs> Fantastic. And yeah, so it's for them to, to figure that out and uh, put that story together in a way that makes sense to them. I think that's a really uh, compelling idea. Um, and immersive theatre is just so great in, 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 you know, building the story yourself. But uh, specifically, as so you're the co-artistic director on this. 
this. What are you specifically involved in sort of producing in that experience? Because I would assume it would be a fairly major role. Yeah, it's been a fantastic role. Uh, it was really a step up from last year as well because as I said, we've worked together as an ensemble before and then this year, Laura Hartnell and I, who's the other co-artistic director, really wanted to kind of rally the troops mm-hmm. and channel the artistic focus into this one big project rather than the 24 small projects we did last year. And so personally, I've been, I'm directing one of the worlds, I'm co-directing another one of the worlds, uh, yeah. and you know, everyone's got different roles and it's all ton of work really. Yeah. But it's, it's been, it's been the, the ride in, of our lives basically, as stressful and as wonderful as it has been so far. And can you tell us a bit about, uh, I guess, where you found all, all, all of these, like this great un- ensemble of, uh, of actors? Did they come to you? Where did you search for them? And uh, and, and I, of course, we've heard that I'm one of our viewers, Ebony Beaton is among them. She is indeed. It's great, actually, because they come from all different sorts of theatre experience. And there's a bit of an age range as well. So I think we go from 19 to 25 within our cast. And some of these uh, people who have experience in community theatre, or maybe they've been doing uh, theatre in high school, or they've actually gone to some training at the VCA, or perhaps they've finished their degree and they're a few years after and they want to concentrate on making theatre as a profession. Uh, so it's great to sort of pull everyone from different sides. And within all of the creative power, there's a difference of experience. So we've got four female playwrights who all have really different styles. It's just been so nice bringing them all together. And uh, I guess into where we found them, it was Platform Youth Theatre who put together this kind of motley crew originally of the 24 of us last year. And it's kind of whittled down to the 13 of us now who really wanted to stay and keep working as a group together. Part of the reason why we decided to do it again, because theatre making can be uh, an incredibly stressful and delightful experience. And we didn't implode last year. <laughs> and because we didn't implode last year, we figured, all right, we can actually work together. Even if we have uh, different styles and even if we want to make different theater and we have different ways of doing that, if we work together, we can do something that is weird in itself <laughs> and awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why when you come and see the three different worlds, they're not just different worlds, they're different styles of theater within the same team, which I think is a, perhaps a lot more interesting than seeing two and a half hours of just one single world and one single style of theater. Yeah, I imagine that probably seems quite boring by comparison, maybe even to go back to like that, you know, just the one playwright or whatever, after like this highly collaborative kind of experience, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we found the model. No, it's, it's probably too arrogant to say that we found the model after, you know, <laughs> two and a half thousand years and the yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But hmm. certainly it's it's what excites us, hmm. and so we hope it's what excites our audience too. Thanks so much for joining us, Chris. Were there oh, any, any for fi- me. Oh, no problem. Um, were there any uh, final things you wanted to say about, about the show? It would be awesome to get everyone coming because, as I said, it's it's something that we really want to share with just as many people as we can in the audiences in Melbourne. Uh, and we're, we're going up this Wednesday, so the 31st, and we're going to be up to the 11th, and that it's at the Little La Mama rather than uh, the bigger La Mama around the corner. The courthouse, so, yeah. It's the, yeah, yeah, so the original awesome. La Mama. Easy to get to, yeah. The original La Mama, exactly. <laughs> thanks so much again, and uh, and best of luck with, uh, yeah, with the run. Oh, thanks well. very much. <laughs> no problem. Thank you.